mid-afternoon, evening, or whenever you're listening. My name is Charlie Houck, and I'm your host of the Scoop on the Score podcast. This is our second episode of Scoop on the Score. Today, we will be joined by a special guest to discuss sports world gossip, scores, and news. Before we get into that, I'd like to let you know that this episode was recorded live on Friday, September 16th, 2022. So just remember that news is already old by the time we tell it to you, and things may have changed by the time you hear this. Without further ado, let's get into the scoop. Scoop on the Score is an Anchor FM by Spotify production. Anchor, record from anywhere, get heard everywhere. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast, brought to you by Spotify. Now you can create your podcast, host it online, distribute it to your favorite listening platforms, grow your audience, and monetize your episodes, all from your phone or tablet for free. Hey everyone, today we are once again joined by my dad in our basement, but this time we're going to discuss all things football. So, each NFL team has played their first game, and it goes without saying that we have a lot of thoughts. So, in our first episode, we talked about our favorite teams and why they're our favorites. So, if you missed episode one, definitely go check it out. We have 11 whole streams so far, so that's pretty impressive. Um, Anyways, let's start by recapping how the Bengals performed in their first game against the Steelers. Um, For those of you who missed that game, it was devastating, and both teams had so many chances to win. But the final kick led to a Steelers victory, 23-20. What are your thoughts? Well, I'm glad I could be on your podcast again because I'm <laughs> cheap and available. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Bengals' loss was uh, deflating for sure. I mean, not as deflating as the Tom Brady's Patriots, but um, <laughs> I feel like you know, Joe didn't play any preseason games, so it was basically, like, his preseason. The offensive line, like, still, like, is coming together. I think none of those guys really played together in the preseason. So I'm not really too worried about the Bengals yet. Uh, we'll see what they do this week against Dallas without their starting quarterback. It should be a pretty easy win, but I didn't think the Bengals would go 17-0, and so they were going to lose a couple, and... Uh, this was one of them. It It is a stinker. It's a game I thought they c- should have won just on paper and could have won. Even with the, all of the turnovers, they were still, like, in a position to win. <laughs> yeah, If it wasn't times. for their lawn snapper getting hurt, like, they would have won that game. So yes. I don't feel too bad about the team. So um, we did find out that our lawn snapper suffered a torn bicep. Um, so obviously this had a big impact on the result of the game. I feel like we would have won multiple times if we had had that guy. Um, but he will be replaced um, for this week's game by Cal Adamitis. Yeah, it sounds like a disease. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cal, I got, I Cal got, Adamitis. I got the Adamitis. <laughs> um, there were, I feel like there were a lot of injuries in that game. We know that T.J. Watt suffered a pectoral injury in yes. the fourth quarter. <laughs> so the NFL released a statement. Um, it says... Watt will be out for at least the next four games, which will play a role in the Steelers' success this season. Um, And the Bengals wide receiver, T. Higgins, may also be out for the next game. They haven't confirmed it yet, whether or not he'll be out Sunday, but he had suffered a concussion. Um, I heard he's playing. Okay. He practiced. He had limited practice last week, so I think he's going to be there. 
Yeah, they said he was going through the con- concussion protocol. protocol pretty well, so hopefully he will be there um, and playing, not just bench warming. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a crazy game. Um, and like you said, the Bengals take on America's favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys, this Sunday. So, of course, we're looking forward to what should be a Bengals victory. But, you know, we've thought that before and we're wrong. But hopefully they can pull it together. Um, so now let's move on to an even more exciting game for us. Um, let's discuss the Seahawks game. <laughs> I was literally jumping up and down in the living room. Um, when they were able to pull off the win against the Broncos, the final score being 17-16. to 16. So that game was also crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, you know, the NFL schedulers did it right when they had the Broncos opening up against the Seahawks in Seattle so Russell could get booed, um, which didn't shock me. I know that you were a little surprised, but um, I think, you know, if he would have just been traded or if he would have left as a free agent or whatever, it would have been no big deal. But he, like, wanted to get traded and was vocal about getting out of Seattle. So I think that warrants some booze. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that <laughs> I never thought the Bengals would be 0-1 and, and the Seahawks would be 1-0. <laughs> yeah. um, so that was, a, that was an exciting Monday night game for sure. Um, I think, you know, it doesn't change Seattle season. They're still going to suck. But uh, they snuck one out, so we'll take it. Yeah. I'm definitely excited to see what G, you know, I already I'm starting to call him G-Money. G-Money does this season, and I'm praying that Monday's game wasn't just a, a fluke win and that they can make it happen a, a couple more times, well, <laughs> at least. Well, if you're uh, hitching your wagon to Geno Smith, I wouldn't, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't uh, count all your wins too soon. Hey, I'm trying to be optimistic, okay? I mean, that's fine, but it's <laughs> Geno Smith. Anyways, um, who's, the, who's the guy? Who's his backup? I don't even know. Drew Locke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's how bad he is. I forgot his name. Drew Locke. Who came over in the Russell Wilson trade. Like, the Broncos were just like, will you please take this guy? (laughs) Give him. This is our starting quarterback from last year. He sucks so bad. Like, we don't even want him to stay and be the backup. Just please take him. We'll donate. We'll we'll trade. Not a a fair trade, but okay. Um, So... I know we talked about the booze from the crowd for Russell Wilson, but he did a post-game interview um, that they posted on, ESPN posted on Instagram, um, where he said, at the end of the day, I know who I am, and I'm grateful that God's given me the chance to play this game, and I play for an audience of one. So I feel like Russell Wilson has, he's just always been the definition of class, but I really like that quote. Like, what do you think about how he can deal with because I know there's a lot of people even for the Broncos who are like why do we have this guy like he's past his prime like what do you think about the future of Russell Wilson uh I don't know like I hated to see him leave as a Seahawks fan like I I love Russ um I don't know that him and Pete Carroll were a a match made in heaven just because Pete doesn't like to pass he likes (laughs) to run the ball so the whole like let Russ cook thing never really got off the (laughs) ground because uh Pete didn't want to let Russ cook. So, I don't know. I think, you know, he's, I think he's 31, yes. which is ancient. You know, he's so old. <laughs> uh, he's 31, but I think, you know, given a, a decent offensive line, he still has a couple of solid seasons. Like, he still has escapability. We saw it in plays in that game mm-hmm. where he gets outside the pocket and still can still make a play. So, I don't, I don't think Russell's, like, I mean, he's definitely on the back nine, but he's not, like, <laughs> He's still got it a he's little bit. He's not, like, on the 18th green. Like, he's, you know, he's he's in the 11th or 12th green. 
looking at the end. Um, but with a with a good supporting cast, I think he's he'll be just fine. You know, he's got Jerry Judy he can dump it off to. I think Judy's a great receiver. That touchdown was awesome. Yeah. Well, I don't know how he made that catch. It was a, <laughs> that was a bad throw by Russ. Like it he, looked like a glitch in the simulation. Like I genuinely, when I watched it, the ball disappeared replay, and showed back up again. Yeah, I was like, where did that come from? Yeah, I mean. That was a honestly, that was a bad throw by Russ. He if he would have led him further down the field, it would have been fine. But he underthrew that bad, and Judy had to stop and like turn around and jump and <laughs> whoa, whoa. somehow it disappeared through a Seahawks player and into his arms. Um, so I think uh, I think Russ has some years. You know, I think you know being a Christian is uh, played to Russ's advantage in some ways. Um, you know, him saying that he plays for an audience of one that's great. I'm sure he didn't love the booze in Seattle, but I don't think he should have been surprised by that. Again, like I said, if he'd have just left under normal circumstances, I don't think he would have gotten booed. Mm-hmm. And maybe a few years from now, if he comes back, he wouldn't anymore. I just think a lot of Seahawks fans feel like betrayed. Like, hey, you were our guy. Why did yeah. you want to leave? You know? Yeah. And I think the players get it. The players get that it's a business and that's why you saw him and DK together at the end of the game like that was exchanging jerseys and signing jerseys to each other I think that was cool um the the players get it I think for the most part I'm sure the Seahawks players would have loved for for us to stay but I think they know that it's a business and they're all going to do what they think is best for themselves and obviously Russ thought this is what was best for him he was tired of (laughs) throwing from his butt in Seattle for years (laughs) I mean, they never had an offensive line to protect the guy. Never. Even yeah. in, like, their Super Bowl uh, runs. They they never had an offensive line to protect Russ. It was more run and uh, defense. And, yeah, Russell would get a deep throw every once in a while. But it was definitely more about Marshawn Lynch and the run and the whole Legion of Boom that really got Legion them to Boom. their Super Bowls. Yes. Yeah, now they're letting Geno cook, so. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't sound the same. <laughs> Um, let Russ cook. <laughs> let Gino. It just, yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. Um, so, were there any other like really interesting games that you happened to watch? I I didn't watch any other ones. Uh, no, I didn't really pay too much attention to the rest of the league. Like my fantasy teams, I <laughs> I kept track of those guys. I think uh, um, the Kansas City game was amazing. Like Patrick Mahomes is just a stud. Like he throws five touchdowns no interceptions and he just makes it look like a video game sometimes like he just <laughs> he's all madden he just is like sick throwing sick passes i'm like how do you these little shovel passes for touchdowns like i don't know how he does it travis kelsey just is the best tight end in the league um the chargers game was interesting with herbert winning um you know in cincinnati they talk about herbert a lot just because of him and joe were drafted in the same year and they kind of keep comparing those guys Granted, Joe missed like almost a whole year, um, so they're Joe's kind of a year behind. Um, but uh, I think Chargers are an interesting team. Um, they they lost last night to the to the Chiefs again um, on Thursday night football. But um, but yeah, I, I didn't really pay too much attention to the rest of the league. <laughs> Why um, bother? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's Bengals Seahawks in this house. Yep, <laughs> and. Well, we're not moving on to that yet. Um, I was going to say, and the Kentucky Wildcats. That was going to be a perfect segue. Um, But I had some other interesting stats. Like, as you mentioned, the Bengals, they were the only team to lose in their division, the AFC North, and the Seahawks were the only team to win in the NFC West. 
And That's just amazing. There was a division with no wins. The AFC South. You got the Texans, Colts, Titans, and Jaguars that couldn't pull off anything. So Wait, wait, wait. Texans, Colts, Jaguars, and who? Titans. Those were some bad teams. They are. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was like, let me type the teams just in case, like, Dad's curious on who they were, but I feel like you could, you could guess. <laughs> those are bad teams. I mean, the Titans made it to the playoffs last year. That was the shocking. The rest of those teams suck. The Titans might make it in again. Like, they have Derrick Henry. Um, Tannehill's not that great. But the rest of those teams, I mean, they're all awful. The Jaguars quarterback. <laughs> and I love Trevor Lawrence. I, I <laughs> like Trevor Lawrence a lot as a person, and I think he's a decent quarterback. But He looks it's like gonna... a... He looks like an Ab- Abercrombie model. He looks like he just stepped off stepped off a surfboard in, <laughs> in California. But, I mean, he seems like a super great guy. Yeah. Uh, I really like him. and But it's just going to take years to put a team around him that's, you know, com- that's competitive. <laughs> you know, the Bengals kind of did it right. Like, they added all these pieces and just needed the quarterback. So they had the supporting cast kind of already in place um, as far as offense goes. And not talking about the offensive line. They screwed that up bad, but... Um, you know, they had all these weapons, and really they just needed the right person to, to, to be able to distribute the ball, and they they lucked into Joe Burrow. Like, they had no other choice than to take Joe Burrow. It would have been dumb. Now, Jamar yeah. Chase last year, a lot of people questioned that pick. I didn't. I thought it was a perfect pick. Like, they were college teammates. They have a, you know, camaraderie. Chemistry. They have, yeah, chemistry. And I think it was an amazing pick. So, yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, I, I think the Bengals did it right. And yeah, it's that's funny. They, the, a whole division went winless. <laughs> Go Tigers. Um, anyways, so now let's discuss some some college stuff. Um, I was personally really enjoying um, reading the AP rankings going into week three um, for this season. So obviously, ranked number one, we have Georgia. Um, two is Alabama. Do you want to guess three? Oh. Um. Uh, no, not really. <laughs> Three uh, is one Ohio of our. State? Yep, one okay. of our. We okay. we I just became Ohio residents recently, so it's one of our least favorite. But places. we are not Ohio State fans. No, not at no, all. But, but our that neighbors is a are worthless nut. <laughs> um, four is University of Michigan. Um, five Clemson, six Oklahoma. Oh wait, University of Oklahoma. Seven USC. Eight Oklahoma State. Nine, your Kentucky Wildcats. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. And then ten is Arkansas, but who cares about so, them? Well, how many teams in the SEC? Uh, four, four in the top ten. Yep, that's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. So big one over Florida this last week. Yes. Yeah, so, um, we drained the swamp. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm really just like honestly scared to go back to Lexington. Like anytime there's a game, because like tomorrow we're playing Youngstown State. Like we should, you know, whoop them. But I'm scared they're going to be burning couches for no reason. There should be no, no burning couches no, when you beat like... Youngstown State. <laughs> I know Does anyone that... even know where Youngstown State is? <laughs> it's in Ohio. Oh, it and is? The only re- too? Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I know that is because I was going to mention, um, Coach Stoops mentioned in a post-game interview after um, Week Two's game that he actually grew up in Youngstown, Ohio. So, oh. you know, who do we play tomorrow? Youngstown State. Um, mm. So he was talking about how he knows a lot of um, – people on the staff or alumni from Youngstown State so it's kind of like a obviously we're gonna hopefully you know kick their behinds you never know I mean. still I'm asking Lexington do not freak out when <laughs> you beat Youngstown Thomas. State 
You should be able to beat them in your sleep. Yes. And honestly, Florida, I feel the same. Like, I was not personally... Oh, Florida was a ranked team. I know, but I wasn't really worried about this year's Florida. And it's a big rivalry. I know, it is a big So rivalry. I understand, like... Well, actually, I don't understand burning couches. I just, no, I don't... Eat, like, there were... Although we do have one upstairs, I would let them burn if they wanted to. <laughs> you can come to our house in we'll Amelia. Just gonna, yeah. You just have to take it yourself because it's super heavy. <laughs> we will let you burn it. If you feel the need. It would be a good burn, too. That's a big couch. It would be. It's got a lot of metal, though. <laughs> um, but I just, I find it really interesting that people, I, I was reading the comments on Instagram on, like, UK's football page, and all the people were like, as a Florida fan, thank you for beating us. I was like, what? But apparently, like, a win, a win against Florida is a win for America. Like, people just hate them. I'm like, <laughs> why? I can understand that, again, like... For schools who win all the like Alabama or Georgia, is it just because everyone hates Tim Tebow? I don't. I hope not. I like Tim Tebow. I like him too. I, I mean, I feel like a lot of people just don't like him though. <laughs> oh, maybe. Do they think he's like cheesy or something? Do yes. they think he has a big neck? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he has a big neck. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> um, as far as like UK news goes, they just announced after last week's victory against Florida, that Coach Stoops has officially become the winningest coach in the history of UK's football program. Surprise, surprise. Um, I mean, it is a basketball school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about that in last week's episode, too, if you're, uh, you're interested. Um, so, obviously, we're hoping this game against Youngstown will be a big win for Coach Stoops and, you know, further put him in that spot as the winningest coach. Um, but... I just thought it was interesting how he's like, this will be a special game for me. I'm like, yeah, it's going to be special because you're going to be kicking their butts. If they don't win by, like, four touchdowns, they did something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just really hoping we don't see more couches burn on State Street because of beating Youngstown. Um, so that's really all I wanted to talk about today. Do you have any? That was it? <laughs> I mean, last week's episode went for, like, 30 minutes. I feel so, so used. I gotta send this to my professor, so hopefully he'll enjoy this shorter episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I guess, you know, baseball season's winding down here in Cincinnati. Yeah. We're looking at another long off season. Oh, um, since our last episode, we actually went to a Reds game, and we could see Joey Votto in the broadcast booth. We did. Booth. He was broadcasting. We yeah. didn't get to hear it because it was the TV broadcast. Yes, and not in the, the stadium radio. they play the radio broadcast, but I heard he was great. Like everyone says that he's awesome in the booth. Yeah. I've heard him do some stuff. Uh, he's been on TV lately, and I've seen him a few times. You know, on Fox. Not it's not Fox anymore. Valley Sports. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, he's he's pretty engaging. Like the talk of the town is that hopefully when he retires, he ends up in a broadcast booth. I think he does bring a lot to uh, media. Uh, yeah, he brings a lot to the, the, the booth uh, just in his knowledge of the game. Like, he just is so well-spoken, and especially as a hitter, when you're talking about what what is a hitter thinking or what are they looking for, or, um, he's just so knowledgeable when it comes to that. So I think it I think it would be cool. We'll see what Mr. Votto wants to do. Yeah, I'm really excited to see if he sticks around Cincinnati. I think he will. I, I have faith in him. I feel like he's a... I mean, it's either there or Toronto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's canadian i know but but i mean he's he's always said that he he loves cincinnati he wants to stay here like he has a no trade clause and he said he would never waive it because he wants to stay here so i mean that's cool because somebody of his caliber i would think you'd want a ring yeah i I think he does i mean obviously he wants a ring but i think he wants to do it with the team that drafted him so i think that's that's pretty cool most most guys are not like that anymore they just 
they're chasing those reins. So it's kind of cool to see someone stick around even through some crappy teams. Yeah. Couldn't say the same for Russ. Oh, <laughs> shot at Russ. I love Russell Wilson, but it did make me so. I was, I was at work for the SEC working camera whenever that happened, and we were faxing where they're telling us to, like, balance the camera and all this stuff, and I could not focus. They were like, camera two, you got to focus on that. You, you were like, but Russell just got changed. I was like, are you kidding? Like, I was so upset. I got the <laughs> notification on my watch, and then I went up and was ranting with all the guys who understood what I was talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a bad day. I was really sad. But obviously, hopefully it's in his best interest and ours. We so, got G-Money now. So do you want a Broncos Wilson jersey for Christmas? Or a Smith Seahawks jersey? No. I would- <laughs> <laughs> what happened to let Geno cook? Gino, it's going to take some time to really for him to win my heart, you know. Okay. He's literally, isn't he two years older than us? So you us? said, yeah, that's what you told me. I'm surprised by that. Oh, no, wait, he's two, two years, years younger. younger. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so but Ru- I'm still surprised Russ by is 33 then, okay. and Gino's, Gino's 31. 31. That was the numbers. Yeah, I mean, 33, he's still a sprained chicken as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. But, I mean, he is getting on the older side for football players. But, yeah. I mean, look at Tom, Mr. Brady. <laughs> Mr. Brady. He's still hanging in there at 43, I think. Yeah. It's nuts. And uh, in other news, Pete Carroll just had his 71st birthday. He's officially the oldest coach in... Well, he's been the oldest coach yeah. currently, but he's... I think there's only four all-time above him. Yeah. All-time. Bill Belichick is... Well, right behind for, him, yeah. yeah. he's 70, but his birthday isn't for... I think it's not for a couple and of months. And he's probably one of the most active sideline coaches, too. Yeah, he's... He's always running around. Did you and, see him jump after that yeah. first touchdown? I mean, he was like, what? <laughs> I don't even know if Bill Belichick can jump. <laughs> anyway, I've never seen it. <laughs> well, that's all we had to talk about. On this, that note. Yeah, this week, folks. So thanks, Dad, again, for being a guest on the podcast. Um, I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Send angry emails to Charlotte. No. <laughs> all you Ohio State Buckeye fans, angry emails to Charlotte. <laughs> he doesn't even know my email anyway no, i was making it up um so i hope you guys enjoyed the second episode of the scoop on the score podcast tune into our next episode we'll actually have a different but very special guest who's going to walk us through her experience entering the world of sports broadcasting so on that note my name is charlie hauck and thank you for listening to the scoop